Bless the Lord, everybody. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. 
praise the Lord, everybody. Lord, help us to receive what you are telling us in the name of Jesus. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary.
God that you get the glory. Let you be lifted up. That some man, some woman, some boy, some girl may get a better understanding of you. And that you get the glory. In Jesus' name. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Yes, Lord. O oh Lord, my strength. Yes, Lord. And my redeemer. Yes, Lord. Let the church say amen. Amen. Before I go any further, I did not I forgot to recognize that I'm Madam. Now, Adam, I'm sorry. And um, my brother in Christ has been a big support, um, Minister Gregory Bryan. Amen. 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 My scripture this, this evening is coming from Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Amen. The tenth and the twenty-fourth verse. Thank you, Bishop. This morning he announced a project for the ministry. And I looked up there and said, Well, God, thank you for the confirmation. Amen. I've done part of the study already. It's a familiar scripture. I'm not going to be reading in the King James Version tonight, mm -hmm. only because in my studying I had a parallel Bible and I found the version that was a little bit more appropriate for the talking tonight, and that's the English Standard Version. So the scripture reads as such in that ver in that version. Finally, be strong in the Lord yes. and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole arm, that he may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given to the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith mm -hmm. with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And also, for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth, boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak, so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. Tacitius, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I have sent him to... For you this very purpose that you may know that he, that you may know how we are 
and that he, he may encourage your heart. Be, peace be to the brothers, and love with faith, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ, and love encourageable. Amen. Amen. Now my text for this evening is armed for that. As we begin to unpack these verses this evening, we must take a little trip back and imagine what Paul was going through in this last section of this book. He was writing to the people in Ephesus, who at this time was getting their lives together, but still was having trouble. Do it sound familiar? In this day and time, it take a whole lot of Jesus to stay on track. It takes more than your mama and tell, daddy telling you you can make it. It takes more than your pastor saying, I got your back. It takes a whole lot of Jesus. And back in Ephesus, it was the same thing. He, Paul has taught us the doctrine in the first three chapters of the book. In the last three chapters, he's teaching us about duty. But in this final section of the puzzle, He's wanting to give us the means in which we can live out those great commands that he issued in the great book to the church. He uses the Roman soldier as an example, because that's what Paul knew all about. Because we know from Paul all, Paul all day, he was one that terrorized the, 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 the Christians. And he was part of the Roman entry. So he knew all about battle and about being a soldier. So the best example for us to know how to be armed for battle is to think about that Roman soldier. As we look, examine these pieces of the Christian soldier's suit of armor, I pray that we will see clearly how the Lord has equipped us for battle yeah. in our daily Christian walk. And if we keep our hand and learn to put on our armor, yeah. the Lord will be there and we win, will win the battle. Yeah. So let's start to look. The soldier's strength. Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Mm -hmm. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the constant powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. There are a lot of forces that are going to be in and around our lives that will come to attack. Amen. For example, I've known since the beginning of the month that I've been studying. I dedicated two hours every day, Amen. something I've never done before. But I said, Lord, I'm going to get reinforced on this, and he dealt with me. Yesterday morning, I woke up. My glasses were open. My laptop wouldn't cut on. The old day, when it said, Bishop, I won't be there tomorrow. <laughs> the new day got up, went to the eye class place. The lady said, They won't be ready to win that surgery. I said, But I can't read. She said, Yes, you can. I said, So you reading from the script? I said, Yes. She said, Go change the font. Hmm, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. Laptop will come. I had to be in the office by 3 o'clock. It's 12 minutes. What do you do? I said, Lord, I'm going to win. I know most of God's been called. Say, hey, did you ever print out your, your sermon for tomorrow? I said, no. I said, I'm on my way to the library. Email. Email. 
why you really working this thing out. <laughs> but if I had not been doing this for the Lord, <laughs> and I have been doing it for David, all right then. Mm -hmm. None of it would have came in the order. Amen. And those that really know David, I would know Paul. <laughs> but God wants us to know, and, and Paul wants us to know that we have all that we need to be equipped. Yes. Our strength comes from God. Yes. Paul makes it very clear that all doctrine he has laid out for us and all the proper behavior he has taught us is going to meet with extreme resistance. Satan and his army are battling. Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Yes. He is Lord of the present darkness. I hope you realize that the Christian life is a constant battle. Yes. The moment you yes, let Lord. your guard down, you go back. Yes, the old Christians always said, once you leave Christ, you got to start your old work all over. Well, I've come too far in the last 30 years to turn back now. Oh, come on, I'm going to continue to do The church will be victory. The gates of hell are no match to the church. And at the same time, we'll only be victorious if we wear the armor and fight the war. Yes. As a Christian, you are a soldier in the Lord's <coughs> At conversion, you are taken out of the army of Satan and placed in the Lord's army. Mm -hmm. As we think in the terms of war and in the terms of being soldiers, Paul shows how important it is to be ready for battle. We need to be strong and engaged in the battle. And yet, in our own power, we are not spiritually strong. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. The yes. Lord knows that in our own strength we will be sitting ducks for the forces of evil to attack us and destroy us. So the Lord so graciously give us his strength. If you've been fighting the battle of the Christian life and you believe you've been losing or if you've been not been in the battle but you're currently avoiding the battle, then this text is for you. For those that have been fighting, they call it. For those that want to do right but don't want to do right, this text is for you. <laughs> the spiritual war cannot be fought in the physical realm. Amen. Spiritual warfare is different. Yes. It must be fought in the spiritual weapon. It must be fought with spiritual weapons. Usually that's where we, de we get defeated most of the time. Often we are defeated because we are really beginning. Often we are defeated before we ever really begin. Because we are not armed with spiritual weapons. Jesus' kingdom is not of this world, and neither is the kingdom of the enemy. In John 18, verse 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting. That I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from this world. So often we are thinking in terms of the physical realm. The realm we cannot see. Jesus has us fighting in a war that isn't of this world. So our weapons must not come from this world, but from God. Amen. There's a very important book that we all talk about. It's called the Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. If we walk with this engraved in our heart, that's half of the battle already won. Because with the word of God, we can accomplish so much. We can fight a spiritual battle and win if we're using the Lord's strength and not ours. Put on the whole armor that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. As Christians, the Lord has prepared us for the proper weapons to engage in your war successfully. That we must arm ourselves with them and also be trained in how to use them. We must dress for the battle. If we put on the whole armor of God, then we will fight to fight. We'll be able to and ready to stand in battle. 
not sit along the sidelines and watch. A soldier to be of any use in battle must be on his feet. Look what we are, look and be ready to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. The Greek word translated here as scheme is the word we get the English word method. By putting on the spiritual armor of the Lord, it provides strength for us to fight the battle. Spiritual armor is equipped us to the fight. To be successful in the spiritual battle, we must understand who and what we are fighting against. Yes. We yes. fight against Satan. Yes. And all his funny looking methods. What are some methods he may use against you to defeat you and make you lose the battle? Some of us in here have not been Christian all our So we have a past. We have a few skeletons that's in the closet that we pray. No one but God find out. And that's the number one way that. Satan attacks. He said, you ain't good. You was a drunk. You were a pocket. You were a prostitute. You did this. You did that. It was not good in the sight of a God. So why are you trying to fight the battle? But we have to understand that God don't worry about that. Uh -huh. Once we confess our sin, that's right. And confess and say that we believe in the Lord Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. They are forgiven. Amen. And God wipes our slate clean. Yes. But the devil don't want our slate. They'll constantly bring it up. Or you could be on your work, way to church on Sunday morning, dress all nice, and feeling good, and you walk across the street and there go so-and-so that you used to hang out with. So-and-so that you used to run. Y'all know where I'm going? Yes. 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 And the first thing you're like, come on, let's go. But if your mind is staying on Christ and you're focused on doing his work, yes. you'd be like, oh, another time. Mm -hmm. But once you come and go be over here uh -huh. and see where I'm going over here, it's a new place. Uh -huh. And that's what is, is the thing that we have to be ready for. Whatever way the dark devil wants to come at you, you'll be able to come back. And if you keep your word and keep on your arm, you'll be ready. Yes. Put on spiritual strength. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the in these evil days, and having done all, to stand firm. Yes. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, yes. having put on the breastplate of righteousness, yes. and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all preservation. Paul pictures for us a Roman soldier in the ancient world. I don't think it's hard to figure out where he got his illustration for, being who Paul was. At times he had one chain to him, and another time he had a Roman centurion, but he knew all about the battle. I've been around Christians who I would not want to be fighting about the battle side by side with. Why? Because they're not on the same page as me. I've been associated with people who rarely go to church, who think they know all about God, but are really not prepared. But Paul explained to us that a soldier is trustworthy, dependable, when he says, and having done all, to stand firm. I've been with some friends. 
that when it got hot, they ran. Mm. They didn't stand. But now that I know that I'm on the line, starting, I have God who brought my brothers and sisters with me. They're there to stand with me and to stand firm, knowing that the devil is going to try to come against them. He will cause dissension amongst us to still try to make us not fight the battle. But if we put on the whole strength of God and stand therefore, we can win this battle. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. The belt of truth is all about the gospel. The Bible from Genesis to Revelation is nothing but truth. That I've now come to understand that you can use in every part of your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I, I'm Bishop, and I, I, I'm, even though I may be ordained, I still get counseled. And I still have questions. And he told me my next step is topical research. Brother, he opened a book that I thought I, I, I could not I really comprehend. Because you hit some topics. When I went to Bible school, they said everything has to convict in you first before you go before the people. I forgot a couple of topics, and I was like, ooh, I thought that was gone. Ooh, I thought that was gone. And I come to understanding that I'm still a work in progress. But it's the Bible that keeps me, because it's the gospel truth, to keep going. Because, you know, every situation is somewhere in the Bible. And it'll tell you some way to get out of that situation. So we have to guard our feet with the gospel. Amen. What that mean, my sister and brother? Well, not two minutes, not three minutes. We need to give substantial time to pick up and read. I know a lot of us in, the, in, in Universal on in the scripture reading. I'm reading the Bible all over again, but tactically, because there's situations that are going to come, and you got to know how to get yourself out of it biblically. My nieces and nephews tease me now, because every time they come to me with a situation, I jump to the Bible. And they said, is there always going to be a way? I said, as long as I'm living, now it's going to be that. Because if I'm going to read this gospel, I have to live this gospel. Yes. 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 In order to live this gospel, it has to be oh. part of you every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. All right now. And Saturday. Amen. And hey, hey, it does become part of you. Yes. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> Because you never know where you have to go going to be Amen. and where you're going. And you never know who approaches you. Yes. And I'm telling you, God, you could be at the bus stop with the headphones on, listening to the gospel, and it's still for someone to come along. Amen. And it can start out with, is this the right bus? <laughs> and it'll go on its And I'm constantly aware of that because it's happening more and more in my life. In the beginning, I was disgusted. Because I do like to go in the grocery store and buy some junk food and not be bothered by soda. No. But now I'm seeing that I go in there and buy junk food and I start doing this wellness ministry. I can't buy junk food. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it does part in all your life. It is a great joy. I would not turn it down. I'm not going back. No time soon. I come to Having put on the breastplate of righteousness, gospel holiness. If we are to battle successfully, we must have a life characterized by holiness. We must understand that Paul isn't directly speaking of what we would call imputed righteousness, although everything concerning the spiritual life springs from that. But imputed righteousness, I'm referring to the righteousness we are as believers acquired from Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're not going to be perfect. 
I'm a firm believer that imperfection comes when we meet God. So this whole walk of life, we're striving to get there. We're going to make some fall. We're going we're gonna to fall. We're going to tremble. We're going to tumble over. We're going to make some mistakes. But if, yes. if you're in this walk from Christ, you've got to be man, woman, child, or whatever it may be enough to stand there. I did wrong. Now let me correct you. How do I fix this? You cannot, there's no one in this world that can be 100% right. That's the truth. Because there's some flaw in everything. I think you what they say, um, everything man made made you broken. So that means something's going to break down. But we have to constantly put on the breastplate of righteousness and think that which is right. Um, Bishop spoke on something this morning. If you're walking out here and they're talking about your brother and sister, I don't care. If, I don't care if you don't like me. You're not going to talk about my brother and my sister. Amen. I may not like them. But you're not going to talk about my brother and sister. <laughs> I was taught family fight indoors. Yeah. You don't let your enemy see your fight. So we may have fought, we stick together, and nobody else is going to come together. I think that in this lifetime, we've got to really learn to really take this seriously. You know, if they're talking about somebody, I don't care if you don't like them. That's your sister and your brother. Yeah. All right, I got into a fight over this. I know I was going to lose. But my other friends had my back, so then I said, mm -hmm. Because one thing I don't allow, I may not agree with Bishop, but that's my Bishop. Right. Right. I can do that. You can. Mm -hmm. That's my Bishop. And I won't allow no one to talk negative about it. I don't care if you don't like the fact that he's getting a little bit old. But you ain't gonna talk about it. <laughs> and I ain't, I can't fight. But I gotta talk to other folks. <laughs> no, but that, you know, I'm very serious about that. I was, in, I was at a seminar with ministers in Brooklyn. And they were talking about Bishop Bryant. I came in on the end of the sentence. So all I heard, good bishop. I said, okay, fine. So they said, yeah, they were just talking about how. Good-looking bishop is and his wife. I said, "What do you mean?" They said, "Also, they were telling how good-looking and that lady look when they walk in a place, mm -hmm. how the glow just comes." So I thought they were saying something bad about him. I don't want to get told that. I, I listened. They were saying something good. Oh, oh, see a Thomas Thompson though, and they were saying that. But it's important that you stand for that which is right. right. If you know it's right. If it, you know, stand for it. If you can't stand for that which is right, what you're going to stand for? Amen. Here in the text, what I believe Paul is getting at is that our lives must be characterized by holiness. He must be, we must be marching over the palace of evil and developing righteousness of our own. When we are engaged in this battle, it's like in putting on a bulletproof vest that can withstand the bullets of Satan's methods. He may try to convince me that I'm not a Christian. He may try to convince me that I'm not good enough. However, it's, if I'm pursuing godliness, I'll be able to look and see progress toward my Christian walk. As shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Gospel readiness. It's all about studying. Studying. If we don't read, we don't know. If we don't learn, we can't teach and we can't spread. Nowadays, everyone is going to combat you when you say anything when it comes to church. You're going to say the negative things that are, are being posted in the world to see. 
but you still got to be ready with the gospel to say, it doesn't matter what the world is saying. Mm -hmm. The book says this. Mm -hmm. a, a famous preacher that's gone on to be way, if it ain't in the book, mm -hmm. it ain't to be done. And since right. the book has, has everything we need to, to get us, prepare us for the, the battle, it's important that you read your word. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. What Paul has in mind here is that we should be living in the realm of faith. Mm -hmm. You probably heard this old saying that so-and-so is so heavenly minded, they are no earthly good. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, we're so earthly minded that we're no heavenly good. Mm -hmm. The shield of faith is confidence and trust in God and his promises. And we have complete confidence in God. It acts like a shield for us against Satan's arrows. And take on the helmet of salvation. Yes. That's gospel assurance. As the enemy of our soul seeks to render us defeated and useless, we must understand that we have the assurance of our Savior. I've spoken to folks who have no assurance and even believe that it's impossible to have assurance of salvation. Well, I think they're wrong. Those who think you can be saved and then lost again are susceptible are susceptible to, susceptible to attacks. It is the confidence of a salvation that acts as a helmet that we wear. It is that very knowledge in operating in the realm of faith that will ward off the arrow that Satan shoots at us. If you walk into an office for a child interview and all in your mind is going, I ain't going to get it. You ain't going to get it. Amen. All right, all right, all right, all right now. We control the Come on, what's in your mind? Yes. If you put out positivity, mm. it'll roll back. Mm. I took a journey where I never went before, and that was the young to five mental law. Didn't know where I was going. Thank God for Google Maps. But my mind was set on going there. The lady said, go here. And I said, this map says this. We got to be focused and know what is going on. If you don't put out something positive going out, the negative will come back and bite you. The more positive you think, the more you stay grounded in your word, the better it will be. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit and with all prayer and supplication. The sword is called the sword of the Spirit because the Bible, the Word of God, is given by inspiration from the Holy Spirit. It originated from the Father and has been passed through to, to man through the direct influence of the Holy Spirit. During when Jesus battled to Satan in the wilderness, do you remember how he fought Satan in his message? He quoted scripture back to Satan, mm -hmm. and every time it was like he stuck him with his sword. Quoting De Deuteronomy to the devil. After three tries, the gospel account says that they, the devil left him and fled. James 4 and 7 says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Satan, Satan's method in this encounter with Jesus was to try to get Jesus off his mission. Jesus came to seek and save the lost, and Satan was trying to talk him into using his divine attributes for self-exaltation. Jesus stabbed him with the word of God. Mm -hmm. We are told how to weep, that this, the word is a double-edged sword. That because when it cuts you going, and it cuts you coming back. Mm -hmm. But you have to pray because when you're delivering this word, you deliver the word properly. Satan will and has attacked us with his various methods and tactics. These are all in the scriptural realm. 
He may use something from his physical realm, but is always with the spiritual in mind. So put on the armor and take up the sword and battle to victory in Christ. But you may say, Reverend, I still have not had enough, and I still don't have enough word. So I got 30 scriptures that you can count on that could continue to help you in this. In this. James 4 and 7. 1 John 4 and 4. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9 said, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to buy. Resist them and stand firm in the faith. Isaiah 54 and 17, no form that is born against you will prosper. Every tongue that accuses you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. Romans 8 and 37 said, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. First Corinthians 15 and 57. But thanks to be to God, uh -huh. who gives us the victory through, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Not by might, nor by power, All but right. by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Yes. Zechariah 4 and 7. Uh -huh. Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and perfect you from the evil of us. Second Thessalonians 3 and 3. Come on now. Behold, I have given you authority yes. to tread on serpents and scorpions. Yes. Over the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Luke 10 now. John 10 and 10. Okay. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Matthew 18, 18 and 19. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. Again, truly I tell you. That if the two of you on earth agree about anything and ask for it, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Deuteronomy 28.7 The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you in one way and be fully before you seven ways. John 16.33 I have told you these things that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. First Corinthians 10 and 13. No temptation have overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure. And John 8, 32. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word, the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even unto death. That's Revelation 12 and 11. Well, 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Well, I could go on. And if there's still about 20 more. Yeah. But I tell uh -huh. what I want to live you, leave you with right now. And that is 2 Chronicles 20 and 50. Yeah, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged yeah. because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, yeah. but it's God's. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
fell back by the fear of defeat. The Malat battle belongs to the Lord, and he has the final victory. So next Sunday when they turn devotion, you get up and you sing, I'm in the army of the Lord. Hey.